Fly a fair nation. Fly a fair nation. Thank you for tuning in to the Pointless Talks podcast. I am Pointless and I'm talking. So the other day, Janelle Monáe came out as pansexual. She did an interview with Rolling Stone where she says she's open to learning more about herself and her sexuality and all this fun stuff. And, you know, of course, the community already knew she was one of ours. But after that video with Bay Tessa Thompson, I don't know if y'all saw it, but it was all the pink vaginas, <laughs> different sizes, shapes and looks because, you know, vaginas aren't all just one standard visual. But um, we're all like, yes, you know, whatever. But she sat down with Rolling Stone the other day and did an interview. And she said that basically she well, to the extent that, you know, she thought she was this. And then she read up on the term pansexual and she felt, you know, hey, I can identify with this as well. So here we are. I've been seeing a lot of foolishness online. (laughs) Um, I know there's a lot of people wondering what the fuck is pansexual? Like what you like pans? No dingbat. Um, (laughs) That is not what it is. It just basically means that you're open to dating people despite their label as far as gender conformity or anything of the sort. But... I mean, I feel like people make these jokes that, you know, bisexuals date everyone, which isn't necessarily true, as some bisexuals will not date people of trans experience, where pansexuals would actually be interested in that. So that's kind of my idea of the difference. I... I mean, I said this on like the first episode and I've said it a couple other times, but I could care less about labels as far as, you know, like what you like, what you consider yourself like. We all just people just live and love and get on with it. But I mean, I feel like I would consider myself pansexual, but there's a category that I've never found myself sexually attracted to. So I don't completely fit that term based on that. Not to say that. I would never do it, but, you know, I'm just attracted to personalities. Like, I always say that. I like people, not gender. Like, I don't care what's in your crotches. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm attracted to people. But I just feel like people are so caught up on that. Like, you have to identify as something for people to associate you with something i don't i don't get the whole hang up on that and i've and never will but it's <laughs> i mean i guess for people to feel special or whatever because the same thing with cisgender like these terms that are coming up i mean and you wonder why heterosexual people are so confused about what's okay and what's not okay and who can say what and what is politically correct as far as speaking about people of different experiences and preferences and things of that nature but like I said, I mean, I feel like in my my understanding of the term in the difference between pansexual and bisexual, bisexuals are basically believed to only date binaries, while pansexual people are open to date people despite gender binary. So if it's a male, female, cisgender, transgender, non-binary, whatever. I mean, I could be wrong. Like I said before, you can correct me. But I mean, <laughs> seriously, who cares? But. In other news, for those who don't know, I'm like the biggest kid ever. Like, (laughs) I'm like six years old in real life. (laughs) But I am super excited because I just found out the other day that Disney released rainbow Mickey ears. Like, Mickey Mouse ears with, like, rainbows. (laughs) And... 
for those that live in the U.S. or whatever, this is like basically pride season. So June is coming up and it came out just in time. And whether you're on the East Coast or the West Coast, you want to go to California, go to Disneyland. Or if you're in Florida, Orlando, you go to Disney World, you can get the Mickey Mouse ears at either location. So whether you're gay or you just like rainbows, (laughs) you're artistic, whatever the case is. Disney now has rainbow ears, like rainbow Mickey Mouse ears. Um, They even have like this cute little thing with like the Mickey Mouse hands with a little rainbow heart, like the hands form, uh, like the hands form a heart with like rainbow in the middle, like shading in the um, heart part. And I was just like, this is so cute. But yeah, I'm super excited about that. And I mean, for those of you who've been keeping up, Disney has been doing a lot of LGBT inclusive things like, you know, we talked about the possibility of Elsa getting a girlfriend and all these other things. So, I mean, Disney's definitely, you know, (laughs) trying to be inclusive. They're trying to be supportive. So I'm really completely here for that. On the topic of being inclusive, um, I saw that Kalani partnered with Fashion Nova <laughs> and she basically gave her proceeds to LGBT organizations. I don't know how many there are in total, but I did come across six of them. There might be more. I'm not 100 percent sure. But the total amount that she gave back that I saw was about thirty thousand dollars. Each foundation got like five thousand each. So between the six, you know, ended up being thirty thousand total. And I'm just like, yo, (laughs) that's awesome because, you know, like you're giving back and it's something she didn't have to do. Like every time I see something where someone does something that they don't have to do to benefit someone else, like that's a big plus because people always talk about how like, you know, people get famous and they don't do this. They don't give back. They don't reach back, whatever the case is. And also, you know, the LGBTQ community, these sent like these organizations, this comes from centers and things of that nature that... It's good for like younger people or people who are not quite confident within themselves or need any kind of help or counseling or somebody to talk to, whatever it is. These centers are important because they now have like some extra cash to get supplies, get <laughs> some anything like whatever this five thousand dollars goes to. It's to help someone or to help the organization help someone else. So, I mean, if that means it helps bring down suicide rates, it helps, you know, with the runaways, it helps like whatever the case is, depression, anxiety, increasing self-love, whatever it is like that money is going towards that. Some of the causes I saw was HMI and J. Um, there's Metro Wellness, uh, Ruth Ellis Center, Oasis Center, Reclaim Center, and Boston Glass at JRI Health. So, yeah, she teamed up with Fashion Nova, did something great, got some money for the people and, you know, gave it back. So, yeah. On the topic of foundations, <laughs> um, the other day, I don't know, for those of you who follow Spice on Instagram, she made a post something about like not feeling too well or whatever. And I guess it wasn't the other day. It was a while back, but that impacted her so much that she decided she needed to create a foundation for women. Because apparently, like, I guess the amount of people responding, the amount of women responding and saying, hey, I feel you or hey, you'll get through this. Being supportive of each other or agreeing or um, identifying with how she's feeling. I mean, it's so easy for us as individuals to feel like we're the only ones going through a struggle because 
if you're in your own shit, you don't necessarily look into the lives of others. And that, and it's not something a lot of people, I mean, there's some who will voice their opinions and talk about the bad things going on in their life, but not everybody does that. So it's like, if you surround yourself with a certain kind of person and they don't outwardly just be like, man, life sucks. <laughs> or like, you know, so they're not always talking about the negative things in their life and you don't necessarily know the struggles, especially like, I like to say strong women. You never really know the struggles that strong women and I'm speaking specifically about women because <laughs> men supposedly aren't allowed to show emotions and that's a whole nother story for a whole nother time but I feel like women are given this cross to bear where it's like we have to be like this provider and this nurturer and we have to keep things together and we have to be strong at the same time and soft at the same time we're supposed to be so many different things and when we're not it's sometimes it's hard for us to admit to that and say, hey, I don't feel well today. I'm stressed. I, I feel overwhelmed. I feel overworked. I feel underappreciated. I feel, you know, I'm, I'm tired, <laughs> you know, like, and I'm speaking from experience personally, because like, I've been working like a crazy person for the past couple of weeks. And like, I literally broke down a couple of days ago and I'm just like, why am I crying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I was talking to one of my best friends and I was just like, yo, I started crying the other day. Like, I'm so tired. Like, I'm tired and nobody's making me work. I'm not scraping pennies together. I'm not like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not under the frigging rug in debt or anything like that. I've just been working. I've just been moving. And part of it is, you know, avoiding grief and dealing with grief and whatever the case is, but different people deal with their things in different ways. So it's like, sometimes when you get to that brink, that breaking point and you need to sit down and say, Hey, you know, like I need to relax. I need to take care of me. I need to do this. And that's basically what it is. So the foundation is, um, that spice is doing, it's set to launch on May 27th, but its aim is to uplift young women and groom them towards success, basically. So she's helping, you know, the younger generation, bring them up. I mean, like I said about the Kalani thing, giving back. Like, <laughs> Spice don't have to do this. You know what I'm saying? She got kids, children that she need to take care of. She has her career that she's dealing with. She's on Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she has a lot going on. She's on tour. She's all over the country. Like, she's doing a lot. So for her to actually take the time out and say, you know, this is something that I felt and I felt there was a need for this so I'm doing this and it's in Jamaica she's um it's gonna be at Eden Gardens in St. Andrew so you know May 27th I'm pretty sure there's gonna be some kind of spectacle about the opening day and everything of the sort so if you're in Jamaica if you're in St. Andrew you can make your way there whatever I mean go out support Spice is amazing <laughs> I wish I could be there but you know but that's that's just one thing um on the topic of spice <laughs> we i've been seeing the previews for the new um love and hip-hop miami <laughs> not miami i'm talking about miami was it atlanta that she's on and that's how you know i don't watch any of these shows but i mean i said a couple episodes back that i was going to be watching it just because of spice and i'm sure there's a lot of like i said before a lot of people watching it just because of spice because I don't really care for American music like that. And I really don't care about the female drama and the fighting and all the bullshit that goes on on these shows. Like, I feel like it's a bunch of washed up people, in my opinion. But I would never disrespect Spice like that. But 
And anyways, I've been watching it. You know, I haven't, I'm not all the way caught up. I think I watched the first three and I was like, all right, good. She's not carrying on bad. She behaving herself. She doing her business. She making a few guest appearances basically. And you know, she go on stage and she dance and she teach a little class and whatever. She teaching people stage presence and whatever, whatever. Just sit down and eat, you know, just regular here and there something. So the previews I've been seeing now, Spice out here ready to fight people. I'm just like, oh, shit. They don't bring out Spice. Like, no more Grace Hamilton. It's Spice. Like, you're you seeing Spice right now. And in one of the clips, she <laughs> just said, don't come in a blood clot, bitch. And I'm sitting here like, oh, no, blood clot no bleep out. Like, somebody said blood clot isn't a curse word. And I'm like, okay. I can't say blood clot in front of my father. And you can't say blood clot in school in Jamaica. So j- blood clot is a cuss word. I guess that's one of the perks of, you know, being on American TV and them not being fully versed in the culture and the language the dialect. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to watching that episode. I, I'm probably going to watch it when it airs because I don't want to be like, I don't say I want to be left out of the conversation because, you know, whatever, but I don't... <laughs> I don't want to have to see what happened on my timeline because I follow a lot of people in Caribbean Twitter <laughs> and a lot of people who watch these shows and things of that nature. So I don't want to be sitting there like, oh, is that what happened? No, I want to actually see what happened. But I'm not going to watch it on TV. I'm probably going to watch it on one of these websites or whatever. But speaking of that, you know, over the weekend, Avengers came out. This is something completely unrelated to, you know, Caribbean news or whatever the case is or LGBT or whatever. It was just common decency we talk about now. Avengers just came out, right? Now, I know there's a lot of people up in arms in a rush to go see it, ready to go see it. Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, the whole weekend. Everybody's in the movie theater going to see it. I'm I'm waiting to see what these ticket amounts and prices come up to, but... I feel like a lot of people that are going out to watch it also are people who have no idea what's going on with Marvel, have never seen an Avengers, have never seen anything except Black Panther because they know that Black Panther, T'Challa and everything, all of them are going to be in this movie. I'm not giving any spoilers because that's that type of person I am, but that is the reason why I ended up seeing it because apparently people don't know how to keep their mouth shut <laughs> when they go see movies and just want to drop spoilers all over social media. I think that's fucked up. Because, like I said, it's opening weekend. There's a whole weekend where people have the opportunity to go see it off rip and be like, all right, cool. But you talking about the fucking movie from Friday night? <laughs> like, why, why are you dropping spoilers Saturday morning, Sunday morning, people waking up seeing what the hell happened in the movie? Nobody, like, why are you doing that? Like, y'all ain't got friends. Who did you go to the movies with? Talk to, talk about it with them. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people are like, oh, if you don't want to see spoilers, get off the internet. Or if you don't want to see spoilers, go see the movie. Which is insensitive on so many different levels. I'm not even going to talk about a financial level because some people be like, oh, go watch it online. You might want to support the film. You might actually be a real fan and you want the whole cinematic experience of it. But what about the people who have like anxiety? The people who aren't comfortable in spaces with a lot of people. The movie theaters be packed to filth opening weekend. Okay? Like packed like you know what I'm saying and if you get crazy the ones that don't have assigned seating sometimes you see people standing up against the wall or even if they do have assigned seating the people who don't want to sit in the first row are standing up against the wall to watch a movie or sitting down in the aisles which you're not supposed to do for you know safety reasons but people have issues with being in spaces with a lot of people and 
I'm not just talking about that, but that's one reason why y'all should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, have some respect, have some decency. And I know a lot of people be like, oh, I'm dropping spoilers. I don't care who sees that. Yo, I'm blocking people. I don't care if, if I have seen it. That's fucked up. Like, why are you being a dickhead right now? Like, that's not called for at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's dumb. It's dumb. But it was a great movie. Go see it. <laughs> I don't plan on actually talking about the movie on here because, like I said, it has nothing to do with what the show's necessarily about. It's just the etiquette, like movie-going etiquette. And on top of that, there was a baby in there. <laughs> I feel like Crystal and Kid Fury, and I already said that, I tweeted that, and I was like, yo, I feel like I'm about to be like, them. if this baby starts crying, I'm going off. Like, why do you have a newborn baby or three four month old baby first of all before the movie even officially starts the baby's going up and down the stairs they're doing playing baby games i'm like all right you're trying to keep the baby calm cool but if you know you have a child and your child isn't like you know a mute they're gonna probably end up crying at some point during this movie get a babysitter your baby does not know anything about marvel they're not gonna remember this in two weeks like this is not impacting your baby's life at all like your child is not gonna remember seeing marvel like a marvel movie any one of them or any other movie when you take them to see it opening weekend they're probably sleeping through the whole movie you know what i'm saying like what the hell and an eight o'clock showing at that like go to like the midday matinee or something like i was just like yo really i'm glad the baby didn't go crazy though like they were fussy a little bit and then you know they started crying the parent actually picked them up and i was just like thank god because i've been in movie theaters before where the baby is crying and the parent is just like shh 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 baby okay okay and like dude you're making more noise like stop it like no (laughs) but i mean that's just one of the things i also i just realized that it's been a while since i've gone to the movies during opening weekend like i i'm not gonna say i have anxiety around i just don't like people okay i'm aware of that people suck and that there are crazy things that happen in this world when you know large groups of people come together shit happens i just I don't care that much like about like no I don't have to go see the movie opening weekend I can wait two three four weeks <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I can wait I was just you know whatever but like I said please be mindful if you go see these movies you know opening weekend or whatever the case is be mindful if you're on social media you got twitter fingers whatever the case is just make sure that you're not on the internet like hey this happened 10 minutes in the movie hey 20 minutes in like no like just let people watch the movie when everybody watches it you can say hey have you seen it okay we can have a conversation now because hey we're all in it so that was that um completely left field we're going back to jamaica now um i saw that jamaica's about to have two area codes i I have feelings about that <laughs> kind of like when you know say Miami day like I lived in Miami Dade for like psh, over a decade so I identify with Miami Dade for a little bit but I feel like it's like when any other major place or any other major city has a second area code like 305 Dade County that's that's the first thing you think of if somebody says Dade County 305 like that's the area code they also have 786 <laughs> you know I'm saying just like Broward County has 954-754 New York City when they had 718 and it's 347 well now 876 have 658 <laughs> um my initial thought was that it's overpopulation 
that was my initial thought with it because you know more people coming more adults more young adults whatever numbers moving etc etc recycling numbers now after thinking about it for a little i'm like i think it's the cell phones like, I generally think it's because of cell phones. Because my father, for example, I think I have like six numbers for him, not counting the house number, not counting the phone numbers for each of my little sisters, his wife. Like, my father alone, I can call six numbers <laughs> before I reach him. You know what I'm saying? It's because they have the prepaid phone and you throw away one banger and you get the next one and whatever, whatever. That's where I'm thinking it is. I don't necessarily know if that is the reason. I'm that's just my general opinion. So, it's like whenever I need to reach him, I literally just go on Digital app, send him some credit and call him on the phone that <laughs> I send the credit to. But as far as that goes, this is going in effect May 31st of this year. I saw something about it like last year, but I guess this is really really happening and May 31st Y'all going to have people in Jamaica, you're going to have to start doing 10 digit dialing. And that's one thing I've always thought was cool as hell. Like Jamaica, you just dial. I almost give you all my daddy house number. (laughs) But (laughs) you dial like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And that's you call the number. You don't have to dial, you know, area code first and nothing like that. But now you do. You got to dial 876 if you're in Jamaica and you got to call your next door neighbor. 876, whatever the number is, or 658, it's a new number, and that's what it is. So 658, you know? But yeah, it's, what is this? I was reading a flyer for it. Yeah, it's just basically what I just said. It's mandatory to use a 10 digit because I guess you're probably going to get the dial tone or the busy signal if you try to do it the old fashioned way. So you have until May 31st to do seven digit dialing. <laughs> so, oh, I forgot to mention something about another foundation. Bugle had a foundation that he launched earlier this year also. It's a humanitarian foundation which has fed homeless people in Jamaica. That's what that was about i just meant to follow that up with the spice foundation um i just you know (laughs) i feel like a lot of people are doing things for communities like i see even on facebook where you can donate your birthday which i have quite a few friends who have done it and I have my questions about foundations and things like that, like the Red Cross and like living in Florida, you know, and hurricanes and everything that happens and knowing firsthand the things you have to go through in order to get aid during situations like this. That's one thing. But other foundations that are, you know, to feed the homeless and, you know, clothe women that are battered and children and animals and all these other things like I'm here for the foundations that are started by actual people that aren't, you know what I'm saying, just a, a I don't want to say government organizations, but I mean, that's basically what it is because sometimes you really don't know where the money is going. You know what I'm saying? So I have my qualms about certain type of things, but these things though, like, you know, artists coming together and like, you know, getting in touch with the community and saying, hey... I see a need for this and I'm financially able to do something about it now. I like that they're taking these steps and doing this because it's needed. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's something that's necessary and it helps. It's not just helping them. It's not just a tax write off like people have here in America where they start a foundation and say, hey, I could put this on <laughs> on my tax papers and get back money for it or whatever the case is. But it's something that's necessary. Um, 
I saw this is something completely left field, but I saw some foolishness online where I didn't really want to talk about it because I'm just like, I don't like shedding light on certain kind of ignorances, but it showed up on my timeline twice. And I was like, oh, it's spreading. So there's this kid, you know, it's prom season and all that fun stuff. This kid asked his girlfriend to prom or this chick or whatever it is to prom. And <laughs> where is it? In Florida? In Sarasota? Oh, Jesus, it would be. So he held up the sign. And I don't know who took this picture or who did the video. Oh, she posted it on Snapchat with hard eyes. So his banner or whatever said, if I was black, I'd be picking cotton. But I'm go- but I'm not. So no, what? But I'm white. So I'm picking you for prom. So if I was black, I'd be picking cotton, but I'm white. So I'm picking you for prom question mark. <sighs> I don't understand. First of all, why he thought that was okay. Secondly, whoever took the picture thought that was okay. The girlfriend thought that was okay. I'm, I'm not trying to say he was ignorant and didn't, mean it that way that's not funny like that's there's nothing cute about that like and i hate when people i keep talking about racism on the show and it's because it's still present it's still very much alive and it's still there like who the fuck does shit like that like why do you think that is okay like why but if i was black i'd be picking cotton in 2018 really in 2018 if I was black, I'd be picking cotton. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, and people be talking about, you know, Florida's a melting pot or whatever. No, man. Once you pass certain part of Florida, like, that's it. <laughs> there is no melting pot. It is them other people. You know what I'm saying? It's it's that guy's nation. Like, you know what I'm saying? The people that want to make America great again or whatever the fuck. Like, that's where that, that cuts off. Like, and people always talk shit about Florida. Like, Charlemagne is always talking about people from Florida and people, from, like, it's just, ugh. <laughs> like, I'm just still in disbelief. Like, dude, you're 18. Like, what are they teaching you? Why is that okay? Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just sad to me because I think about this and I'm like, dog, slavery ended when? Like, officially. Slavery ended when, right? civil rights movement happened, you know, black people can vote, whatever, whatever. And how many decades, how many years later, we're still seeing bullshit like this. And people are always like, oh, you know, black people are so hung up on, you know, this racism and da da da. Racism, racism is over. Slavery's over. You're, you're not in slavery times anymore. And it's like, okay, we're not technically out here doing, you know, work for free and getting whipped and shit. But I mean, at the same time, the police is still killing us just off skin color. People are still discriminating against us just off skin color. Like, and then you see shit like this. Like, does he go to school with black people? Like, does he have any black friends? Does he know anybody that's black? Nobody saw this and said, bruh, that's not cool. Like, this shit made it online on many different websites. And I'm pretty sure by now he knows he fucked up. But still, <laughs> like, it's it's not okay. You don't agree? <laughs> Our producer's here shaking his head like, nah, son. Nah, like, he don't think he fucked up. Like, I'm like I'm honestly speechless. Like I really didn't want to talk about, it, but I it, it's just like 
it was nagging at me and I'm just like the fact that people were t- retweeting it I was like yo they, was, they were going in on it and I was just like dog this you know and I also didn't want to talk about Kanye West but just for the fact that I'm bringing this up I have to bring that up like you have the freedom of speech okay you also have the freedom of expression. You can say whatever you want. You can, you know, you're an artist, you're creative. I know we're all a little bit quirky here and there. But whether you have an album dropping or not, whether you have merchandise coming out, whether you have anything of the sort, this isn't even about, you know, being, you know, an artist, being black, being a rapper, being whatever. I'm thinking about this from a standpoint of you have black children. You have a black daughter, was it two black daughters? Chai is a girl, right? Is Chai a girl? No? Okay, whatever. Well, he has at least one black daughter, right? That's how much I keep up with him in his life. Like, his foolishness online about supporting that guy and everything else, I don't... It's a gimmick. I know it is. Whether he actually does believe this or not, I... Me, personally, I feel like the man done went crazy. Like, ever since his mother passed, I feel like he's lost his shit. But at the same time, think about the grand scheme of things. Okay, you're leaving money for your children. You have something to say? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The the um the doctor that did his mom's surgery, mm-hmm. the, the last doctor that operated on his mom is the cover of his album. Is his album cover? Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, so it's a picture of the doctor yeah. or go on his page, yeah. See, I didn't even do that because I, I saw him tweet something about go to KanyeWest.com for the light or some shit or whatever. For the, the song. No, yeah. for, for Enlighten. Some bullshit he song. tweeted. That's the name. Lifted or some shit. Lift all to get lifted. Yeah. <sighs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, kids, drugs are bad. <laughs> like, I... Uh, I don't... I honestly do not care about Kanye West's political views. I really could care less. I really could care less. And money does not solve problems, obviously, because a lot of these kids that grow up with money end up in some kind of rehab, whether it be for drugs or personality or whatever the case is. You end up in therapy, whatever. Regular people have therapy too, whatever. But still, I feel like if you're in a position to influence people, right, you came out screaming black power, Right, you came out screaming black power. The people fell in love with you for this, right? Like people were, yo, yes, you out here singing gold digger. When you get on, you leave a fucking girl for a white girl, whatever, whatever, whatever the fuck, right? You know, George Bush don't like black people. All of these things that were just so pro black, so yes, Kanye, for the people. And then now, like, just dash them what's up like that's basically what he did like you just basically shitted on black people you got this man using your name in press conferences and shit talking about kanye west approves or kanye west understands like when your daughter grows up right some way somehow some dickhead is gonna find her on social media and send her this i know somebody is because people are just fucking trash like that people do shit like that people will go back 10 years into your instagram live and figure out some shit that you did when you were 10 years old and be like hey do you remember this like somebody's gonna send that to her somebody's gonna send her footage of this man talking about basically how he has no respect for women how you can do whatever you want to women 
And then you're going to be somewhere in this timeline saying, I support Trump. I love Trump. After the fact of him saying these things, how do you explain that to your child? You know what I'm saying? The way this man talks about people of color, how do you explain that to your black daughter? Hey, I did support this guy, but you know, like, no, I support some of the things he's, dog, you're black. Like, you came from a black woman. Like, what is going on? You you really cannot be this thirsty for views, for attention, for anything. Everything you do on the internet, whether it's you go online on freaking Valentine's Day and post pictures of people that were together or are together, like, you don't need to do all of this. You know what I'm saying? And not to even compare you to J. Cole or anything of the sort, but nigga, all he did was saying, album coming soon, and bruh, like, <laughs> look where the fuck his record's at right now. Like, as Kanye West, you don't need to do this dumb shit. So, Y'all need to get him help. (laughs) The people who care about him, and that's the thing too, I don't think there's anyone that does care about him. So it's kind of like he out here swinging, like batting for himself, basically. So he's going to go out and do all these crazy things or whatever, and they're going to, no, you don't agree. (laughs) There's a lot of head shaking going on. What are you you thinking about this? Because you, like, what? This is Kanye all along. What do you mean? All along? Yeah. Kanye has... This is Kanye all along. First of all, Kanye always pushed the barrier, right? Okay. Uh, when, when they put him in a box as a producer, mm-hmm. he was like, no, I don't want to be a producer. I want to be a rapper. When they put him in a box as a producer slash rapper, then he went and did, you know, a fashion. Mm-hmm. And now he does uh, stage design and all kind of different thing with Donda and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he always try to push the, the envelope. Now, when it comes to his music and the kind of music he used to make, I think that's where the people that sounds bitter and, and why pe- people is like, <laughs> why do y'all care? It's because of the music side of it. It's not necessarily his his personal choices as far as who is he dating and and things like that like we could go there but Mm -hmm. if we just keep it music Kanye is the type of person that always was socially conscious in his music he chill around Common uh, uh, Talib Kweli Talib Kweli Most Def and all of these people you know but I I feel like now analyzing everything I feel like he just did that because that's what was hot at the moment now it's and it was rules back then now it's no rules in hip hop you can do whatever you want social media and the internet kind of made it you know easy you can say whatever you want do whatever you want you got people riding with you and you got people not riding with you so it's easier for him to just retweet all the people that agrees with him so when you say i bring that back around to say when you say he's out here by himself no he's no he's not he's out here with people that agree with him i'm talking about his personal circle though i'm not talking about his fans i'm talking about like family but like they agree with him also because you got to understand he's looking at it through a different lens from us okay we don't chill around a bunch of quote-unquote Caucasians and and white people all day, every day. He does now, Mm -hmm. you know? So we just said he was chilling around Talib. He had Mm -hmm. a dark melanin woman back then. Mm -hmm. Now he's chilling around these Caucasians in a different circle, and he's begging them for money, uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Google and all of these guys. He's begging them for money. Uh, I mean, come on. He always wanted acceptance from white people. We just never paid attention to the science because he made great music and he covered it up. So we came from, and my, my closing thoughts on it is we came from the Kanye 
that George Bush don't care about black people mm-hmm. to I love Donald Trump. That's a crazy mm-hmm. parallel. Well, for those of you who don't know, this guy has a podcast about hip hop. So there's that. <laughs> He's supposed to know this stuff. I can honestly care less. But I'm just speaking from, you know, a standpoint of a black woman and things of that nature. Um, last topic I'm going to touch on, though, is. Oh. Wait, sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. If we really pay attention. <laughs> you got hype. If we really pay attention. Dang, I should have brought this up on my show. Because when you said you're speaking on the behalf of black women, if you really think about it, Kanye always been shitting on black women. But he All has, falls down. Okay. Right. But he is a father now. I'm talking about from the stand of you have a black daughter. No, no, like, no, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. All falls down. Gold digger. Songs like that. <laughs> like Kanye always been kind of. And then he said in many interviews that uh, Kim was the one he always wanted. Even when he was with Amber, like Kim is the one he always wanted and et cetera, et cetera. So now he's with Kim. I mean, he might seem crazy, but to him he feels like he found a home with them Uh, you know that can start a whole nother conversation about you know not loving yourself as a black person and this that and the next and secretly you know hating yourself and the insecurities that come with upbringing and things of the nature and where he grew up and what he saw his upbringing his mom was an activist or you know what I mean his mom was an activist he had lines about it my mom got arrested for the sit-ins and Mm -hmm. things like that like he rapped about it his mom was an educator his Mm -hmm. mom was a teacher so I mean don't they say you marry your parent like I I feel like he's going through it. I don't I don't believe this relationship. But I feel like now there's kids involved, so that might make a difference. I don't And you're saying that he has black black kids. Yeah, he has black kids, but those kids is not being raised in a black environment. Or or you know what I mean? Like for instance, or or a certain culture. Mm -hmm. They're not being raised with I don't want to speak for the man and I I I don't wanna, you know, no disrespect, but I don't feel like they're being raised with okay, Jay Z and Beyonce, they rich. They got mad money. They in them white circles as well. But I feel like they black. I feel like they black. I feel like Beyonce might take the kids to New Orleans and let them eat some gumbo and Hov's gonna take them to Brooklyn and, mm-hmm. and, and, and do certain things. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, Houston, she'll take them to Houston and, you know what I mean? F- teach them the culture and teach them their roots and, and, and be even beyond that and black excellence. Like, Hov came out with 444 and said black excellence. Jay-Z groupie, by the way. <laughs> he made us feel good about each other. Now Kanye is coming out, which is supposed to be his. I mean, look at Beachella. You know, she yeah. she went out there and did you know a whole. <laughs> I mean, sorority. That, uh, <laughs> that could have been a real college. The girls is ready to sign up now. Yeah, they're Imagine. trying to find memorabilia and merchandise. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, but, but back to your show. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of colleges and things, there's. I talked about this before on the, um, on the show about, you know, cultural appropriation and people trying to be involved in the culture, Jamaican culture, Caribbean culture, West Indies culture, whatever the case is. And I saw this article about a professor that is going to be teaching about Bob Marley in the classroom. I have my qualms about this. One, on 420... One of my um my supervisors got donuts for our office, right? 
one of the donuts had like red, green, and yellow sprinkles on it, and the other one had like red, green, and yellow frosting. I'm just like, what does Rastafarianism have to do with 420? <laughs> like, okay, that's a dumb question. But do you guys remember that Snapchat filter for 420 where it was Bob Marley's face and they were playing um was it feel all right or something like that and I, can y'all stop <laughs> you know what I'm saying like let 420 be 420 let jamaicans be jamaicans let rastafarianism be rastafarianism all three of them are not intertwined yes it can be and yes there are some people who contribute to or are or are a part of all three they're jamaican rastafarians who smoke etc but there are also rastafarians who aren't jamaican but that's a whole nother subject for another time but it's I mean, we're amazing. I get it. People want to learn about us. It's great. Bob Marley's a great musician. All this fun stuff. But the course is... What is it? It's a section of English. <laughs> it's in an English class. But the professor basically, I guess, is in love with Jamaica. It's in Nebraska at that. Like, who the fuck is in Nebraska? Like... <laughs> like oh, God. I... I mean, go them, spread the word, you know, enlighten the people, etc. But I just feel like that just brings a lot of those people with dreads and all these ignorant stereotypes that come with it. Like when they think of Bob Marley, they think of what is it like? Yeah, man. <laughs> and dreads and weed and there's so much more to it than that a lot of people don't even know how bob marley passed away a lot of people don't know anything outside of the commercialized music that bob marley plays and there are some of them who do go deep and go research and are obsessed with bob marley and you know what i'm saying like i remember i was watching this video of i don't remember who it was some girl who was like traveling in um in England and she was doing like a world tour type thing and she ended up on some street and she saw a Jamaican flag and she's like oh shit some Jamaicans are here so she go in and she's like you know there's two white people that doesn't mean anything we have white Jamaicans and she's talking to them and they don't sound a lick of Jamaican you know they they're just some two white folks that appreciate the culture and it's a whole store filled with a whole bunch of red green and yellow black green and gold flags memorabilia all types of things that you can find and she just asked them like hey what is this like are you guys Jamaican she's like no we just you know we're in love with the culture da, da, da. they haven't even made it to Jamaica to visit which I thought was wild but you know they have all these things and they're supportive of you know the people and <laughs> whatever the case is and it's just like okay I'm selfish so <laughs> that's just me I'm selfish but it's the same thing like with the dancing and the music and like <laughs> A producer laughs at me because I really don't like like reggae infusion music from people that aren't Caribbean. What? What? You itching? So what is your point though? You saying okay? Start back from the the professor. So the professor want to teach a course? Not wants to. He is going to be teaching. Okay, this course. so he's teaching the course a course. Is official. It's happening. So what's the problem? There. It's he's, basically it's a white Anna. professor. <laughs> There, I don't know if he's white. His name is Kwame. <laughs> okay, so, so I don't know if okay, he's white. Okay, so say if if he's white, then what's the problem of him teaching the course? And he's from where? Nebraska. Yeah. In Nebraska. So what's wrong with that? I just want to get an understanding. He well, actually, no, he is Jamaican. He is Jamaican. Okay. But that 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 makes it even worse for Why? me. Why? Because I just that makes it even more. I authentic. told you, I'm selfish. I'm selfish with mean? my culture because, like, I don't like the imitators. 
Mm-hmm. I don't like the imitators. Like, I feel like if you can learn something and you can enjoy and just let it be that for the people that are a part of it, okay, cool. But some people, they learn things and they automatically want to be that and they want to portray themselves at that. And I don't like the whole, like, first of all, I hate hearing people say, yeah, man, and that dumb shit. Like, I, it grinds my gears, like, on a next level, right? And then all the other stereotypes like oh you smoke weed you're from jamaica like it's just a bunch of foolishness that comes with it like you're educating people on but that's why he's trying to teach them though if you don't well, if no one teach it's more so on the literature of like his music and things of that nature and like, oh yeah you know, so it's about bob marley okay yeah so, it's but, bob marley specific it's not just a culture but it's bob marley specific so but if you talk about bob marley you have to talk about jamaica it's impossible yeah, exactly i know and you got, so it's and, gonna happen and, and if you're a good teacher and you're from jamaica you're gonna want to talk about a little bit more than just bob marley but use bob marley to bring in the uh the the students you know that maybe wouldn't want to talk about you know what i mean because bob marley is a one of the biggest icons ever mm-hmm. but i'm trying to get what your gripe is but I, I i get it though so it don't make no sense for me to beat it <laughs> I get it. You're selfish. You don't want nobody else to have a piece of your culture, but you got to understand that if you don't share it, then it won't grow. These artists, these grow, these, these artists, grow. Hold on, grow. Yeah, grow how? What do you mean, grow? You expand. said then it won't grow. What do you mean? The culture expand the, the, to who? Expand out to whoever want it. Whoever, whoever's gonna you mean help it grow. As far as consumerism goes, consumers, uh, uh, whoever. You know what I mean? Like, okay. If if no one loved Jamaica the way they love Jamaica, you wouldn't get a plane that's the Jamaican flag. It's like gone. We, we had that before, though. How much other islands it's had that? It's still me. You, you, get, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> Not many islands had that. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, just Caribbean airlines. You got to get the... You got to get it out there. You got to let them come in and... But we got to control it. That's the thing. That's what I feel like you're not saying. You don't mind it going out there, but you want us to control it. He is Jamaican, so we Mm -hmm. are controlling it. Yeah. I guess. I guess. From that take, okay. But his whole thing also is like, apparently he likes when the kids come and say, yeah, I know who Bob Marley is. But then they leave like, wow, I thought I knew who he was Like when, after they learned it or whatever. But I mean, I feel like... And you can't blame people for associating Bob Marley with weed because that's all he did. Every interview you ever seen Bob Marley, <laughs> Bob, if he's not on stage performing, that's mm-hmm. the only time he didn't have a spliff in his hand. You understand what I'm saying? So, I mean, you have to kind of associate him with that. And that's what they put on the, the, the cups and the uh, ashtrays yeah. and the, whatever it is. You Even paintings in corporate places Bob Marley got a spliff yeah. he's accepted yeah, yeah I mean so. I, I like his from an intellectual standpoint I like his reasoning behind it because he is also saying that you know being creative like people are which is common common sense like if you are passionate about something if you care about something you're gonna do better in that field like so if you're taking a literature class and they're saying do creative writing right talk about your happiest experience that's gonna be probably one of your best writings because it's something that you can identify with it's something that you're comfortable with whereas they say rethink and explain you get me but he's saying that he realizes that you know if they're delved into the topic or whatever that more like better writings will be coming out of it it'll be a more successful program for them 
because of the topic that they're centering it around, like the Bob Marley topic, because so many people are so interested in him. That's what I was saying. If you just say, okay, it's a story about Jamaica, not to say Jamaica is not a big attraction already by itself, just the name, but you attach Bob Marley with it. A lot of these kids alone probably think you're just going to talk about weed. These young kids, yep. right? It, uh you know, oh, damn, I was going to give a spoiler about adventures that <laughs> ties in, but never mind. Yeah, but please but don't. a lot of these. OK, for instance, if a kid reference aliens, right, the movie Alien or Terminator and be like, oh, you remember that old ancient movie Terminator? You, you get what I'm saying? You're going to be like, how old is this kid? Like, <laughs> you Terminator? Yeah. Like, you feel me? So these kids don't really know Bob Marley. But when they leave his course, they they might know, and it depends on what he teaches. Like Bob Marley's songs have a lot of meaning. Buffalo yeah. Soldiers, even yes. though you know a lot of different things. Like, so I think it could be a great course. I mean, I'm not knocking the course itself. I'm just talking about you know, as a Jamaican myself, and me being selfish with my personal feelings. That's of my what culture. it is. That's I know, but I'm okay, I'm I'm okay with accepting and you know admitting to that. I'm not in denial. I know. I know my flaws. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm completely okay with that. It's just, I read the article originally and I was just like, <laughs> and like, I think Nebraska and I really am like, like I said before, how the fuck do Jamaicans end up there? <laughs> like, that's just, that's wild to me. But um, a couple things before we wrap this up. We talk about like suicide and you know all these other things for results of. I mean, I just did like complete left field right now, but right. <laughs> but no, because I I just clicked on it by accident. I didn't even mean to bring this up. But we talk about suicide and all these things as far as you know escaping the problems that you're dealing with in life and you know what I'm saying just whatever the case is like avoiding things of that nature. I saw an article about a lawyer. Right. Who set himself on fire basically as a protest. So David Buckle, who is a LGBT lawyer, no more, no less. Like, come on, dude. He's a prominent lawyer in New York, set himself on fire in protest against fossil fuels. So, <laughs> yeah, his body was discovered when firefighters responded to a report of a fire in Prospect Park and the police said that he was pronounced dead around 6.30 in the morning. Okay. He wrote a note that basically said that he'd self-immolated with fossil fuel to symbolize how they destroy our environment. How many people even know about this story? You know what I'm saying? Like... I happened again across this story. I was looking for something. I literally typed in LGBT and this came up and I, <laughs> there's so many ways to go about protesting things, especially when you're somebody who's fighting for a marginalized group that needs every bit of representation that they can get. Not to say that fossil fuels aren't important or are more important than something else, but you're taking your life, not because you personally are struggling, but for you to protest. And like you, this man died. Like he set himself on fire and was dead. Like when they arrived on the scene, like this man, like he killed himself. Like it wasn't an attempt. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Nobody rescued him. It didn't fail. Like he succeeded in what he was doing. He left a suicide note and everything. And like, 
he and I mean at the time they found him at 6 30 in the morning so he he planned this out this was premeditated like shit like he made up his mind that hey this is happening and he found the park at a decent time because I mean you're in Brooklyn like you know <laughs> park is always busy but that's like dead time 6 30 you know people are waking up getting ready to go about their life whatever whatever like he knew that nobody was going to find him unless somebody called the authorities. Like that. And you can't even say something was wrong with him. Like you don't know his psychological state of mind. Like you don't know like where he was as far as himself or family or anything of the sort. And that's why a lot of like companies, like um, not even just companies, like police force lawyers they have counseling for their employees because you know you deal with a lot on a regular basis you deal with people's personal lives you deal with things that you don't necessarily agree with things that may trigger things in your past in your life you deal with a lot so you know therapy therapists are on hand specifically for employees and things of that nature and like I said, you don't know where this person's state of mind was. However, he was standing up for something that he believed in. And not to say that, you know, other suicides aren't in the same effect, but we got to find another way to do things. Like we have to find another way to get the word out about the things that we care about, whether it be, you know, actual like physical protests, which a lot of people are like that doesn't work because all you're doing is standing around holding signs or whatever, sign petitions, you know, just just find different ways to do things like you taking your life it can bring attention to something, but it's not going to be as beneficial as if you were actually there to explain it or to go in depth in it and tell someone basically how passionate you are about this and why it matters. It's like, that's just my take on it. Like that's me personally, how I feel about that because who does suicide help in the long run? Like if you commit suicide, you're gonna die knowing that the reason you died that like that's the only thing you remember you don't you don't get to experience a solution you know what I'm saying you die hoping that because you took your life something positive will come from and like you don't get to see the positive if it happens you don't get to see the change you don't get to experience the change like you don't necessarily know that it did something and if you don't care then what <laughs> obviously you care because you're taking your life you get me so it's like I just, it, it doesn't just curl all the way over for me. It doesn't, you know, I, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. Like suicide protests, it doesn't necessarily do it for me. Like I'd rather see people actually getting in touch with the people that are causing these problems or who are supporting these problems, whatever the case is, because there's so many, there's so many things going on in the world where people are protesting or people are suffering or whatever the case is and okay maybe they don't listen today maybe they don't listen tomorrow maybe they don't listen you know what i'm saying like how long does it take for a law to be created how long does it take for a change to be like it's not going to happen overnight so don't think that just because you killed yourself and left this wonderful note saying hey children shouldn't be abused i killed myself to protect children like to to protest child abuse hate to say it but it's still gonna happen 
You can go work for so like DCF, you know what I'm saying? You can go be a social worker. You can adopt. You can be a foster parent. You can do, like, that's just one example. There's so many things that you can do alive that you can't do dead for a cause that you care about. You get me? So even if it's LGBT, like, you, you're you committing suicide because of bullying, you, you can find someone who cares. Like, Well, I think that's different, though. Think- yeah, that's, that's personal. I'm talking about from a personal standpoint as far as you being bullied personally, but also there are people who are still doing it just because they the world is shit. They don't want to see how horrible the world is. You get because me? Because they're LGBT? Because they're, because they're or gay? Or affiliate or an ally. Not necessarily just... So, you heard stories of allies killing themselves because... I haven't, but I'm pretty sure there's some out there. You know what I'm saying? Because I think people- that's different from him killing himself because of the fossil fuel thing. I think because the the... Uh, being gay and not being able to express yourself and 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 being being small in yourself like feeling you know i think that's different uh than than his protests of of suicide or suicide protests but i agree with you i i don't think it it makes sense i think the solution to that would have been to mobilize get formulate a a team together and, and grow that team and that's the way you leave, you know, your legacy. So even after you pass, you have someone, you train in someone else to carry on tradition, to carry on this thing and then work with um, other government officials that believe in what you believe in. But I'm the type of person, I don't believe in the system, period. So I don't think the system is for you. The system is going to operate and do whatever is in their best interest. So, I mean, suicide protests don't make no sense when it comes to that. But as far as the LGBT thing goes or being gay goes, I think that's different because it's more on emotions and feelings and, you know. Yeah, it is. Um, But like I said, it's not even just about LGBT because people kill themselves for many other things also. Like, it could just be bullying in general. But even with... it's. Though that's personal, it comes back to you can always branch out and find someone because these people these people usually have friends and things that are worried about them, that care about them, that know they're gay, that know they're struggling and things of that sort. And I mean, it's easier for someone like me who um, I'm a loner for the most part. And I'm usually just like, fuck people who cares. And if you don't like me, oh, well, but not everybody's built like that. I know that. So I'm not saying, you know, hey, if you're being bullied, just fuck it. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? And then, too, another thing is that just came to mind. The person that you want to accept you mm-hmm. for you is not. You get what I'm saying? You know yeah. where I'm going oh, with I this. Oh, I know. Right. Okay. So you I take know. it from there. But, <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a completely different story that I'm just talking on suicide as a whole. No, but general. it all ties in. It, it, it ties does. In. It does. But I mean... <laughs> It's one of those things that, like, you know, there's suicide prevention hotlines. If you guys aren't aware <laughs> by now, there are. I have them posted all But that's over. not who I want to talk to. Like, that's not who... You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's not... When it comes to... And I'm, I'm, I'm only talking about... The, the, the people that's going through their gay experiences or whatever the case. Any experience is not that I'm thinking that's about it. That's what I'm it. saying. It's not yeah, just you're right. LGBT you're people. You're right. You're it's right. That's, that. that's not who I want to talk to. I don't want to talk to the person that's on the hotline. I don't want to. I mean, it's a good outlet. Yeah. But it, it, I, that's not who I want to talk to. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not who I want to be accepted by. That's you know, but but like I said though, committing suicide isn't going to change your experience. It's it ends your experience. It ends mm-hmm. it. You don't get to see the result of if you stayed just a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? If you reached out in a different way, if you went about this some other kind of way. You get me? So whether it's you're being bullied for being obese or you're black or you're gay mm-hmm. or you're trans or you know what I'm saying, you're protecting fossil fuels. Like you committing suicide, yes, it brings light to you and possibly what you stand for what you're experiencing but sad to say a lot of these stories after it passes it passes and things continue on but if you're standing in the fight like if you really believe in the shit and you really are that deeply affected by it dog do you have kids um i don't know let me go see Jesus, I done went off the website. Jesus. Because I'm saying that's your army right there. If you already had kids, you know, you teach them the ways and then they teach their kids. And and, and like I said, create a, a foundation, create a, a, a team, put your team together. The government has their team. That's their army, you know. And us as individuals, we have to create our own team and our own army to survive. Killing yourself, that's not going to do nothing for them absolutely correct um you just put more money in their pocket if anything (laughs) let me see here it doesn't this article doesn't say anything about him having kids it just talks about like his experiences as a lawyer and the things that you know he's done where is it oh there's a wikipedia about him look at that i wonder if that was there before uh american lawyer activist personal life seriously that's crazy what? He does. <laughs> oh, sh- and he's gay. Has a husband. Okay, so now you 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 could have teach your kids, teach your kids the ways. If if that's, that's how you feel, sad. yeah. See now that just that just makes it even worse. There's layers like, to it. That's how I think. I think in layers, <laughs> like you know. <laughs> I think in layers, man, you could teach your kids and, and, and uh, you know. Yeah, apparently him and his husband are co-parenting with another couple, Rona Vale and Cindy Broholm. I'm not sure about, you know, the whole, oh, it's probably, they probably did some kind of insemination or adoption thing because the baby's name is Hannah Broholm Vale. And, oh, wow, that's... So I'm guessing they're him and his husband are co-parenting with the child's birth parents. Mm, okay. That's oh man. Wow. He emailed the New York Times saying most humans on the planet now breathe air made but unhealthy by fossil fuels and many die early deaths as a result. My early death by fossil fuel reflects what we're doing to ourselves. <laughs> And there's other ways we're killing ourselves. Just eating a McDonald's burger. Oh, God, don't start. <laughs> like, just eating a McDonald's. So, I mean, this this does nothing. Just, he sped up the process. We're all dying. Every day, we're closer to death. Don't, yeah. This but, does nothing. This is nothing. Yeah, no. that's, that's heavy. That just, that just made the article even so much, like, that's so, wow. That... I can't say that's selfish, but that's selfish. It's selfless and selfish at the same time, if that makes any sense. But, I mean, okay. Do you have anything else to add to this? Well, uh, well, to that, it, they, they said people that 
always go to um oh it's selfish if you kill yourself what about your mom what about the people that love you listen the, the people don't want to hear that like that's not that's not what they want to hear at that at that moment well sometimes it is though because sometimes people think you know I have nobody nobody cares about me and they're thinking within their struggle so why are you not talking to me the person that I want to talk to listen speaking to people that you want to talk to it's not always a successful journey you know what I'm saying that's sometimes sometimes it's not even like remember when um finesse was here the other day he was talking about his friend who was in the closet he didn't want to come out because the fear of his parents he's jamaican he's gay mm-hmm. this that and the next and then he came out and it was voila there was no big huff off there was they accepted him sometimes you fear something that really doesn't exist like you're afraid to talk to somebody about something because you feel like they might feel a certain mm-hmm. way and that's not necessarily the case it's easy to say why not talk to them that's easy to say and that's why I will never ever tell somebody oh come out the closet because my thing is if you're coming out you can come out to me come out to me all day but I'm not telling you to come out to your family to your other friends to anything of that sort because I don't know those people and I don't know how they will take it but if you're gonna be in my presence you have to be true to yourself while with me at least so you can easily be like, oh, they don't want to talk to a person on the hotline because they want to talk to their mom or their dad or their sister, their cousin or brother. They don't know how they're going to take it. You get me? Because yeah, I know. And then you could get you can plan out your approach and things like that. And, nothing and rehearse. ever goes as planned. I know, but at least you can rehearse it a little bit, I guess, or whatever the case like may be. Like you said earlier, yeah. easier said than it's done. easier said than done. It easier is. Easier said than done. It is. Because, I mean, there's so many different layers that goes into, you know, talk, having a conversation in general, much less with people that you have to deal with. So, I mean, uh whatever well (laughs) we're gonna wrap this up uh please don't forget to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at pointless talks subscribe on soundcloud and apple music pointless talks podcast if you like us rate us give five stars leave feedback don't tell me anything bad i don't want to hear it um you guys can send questions or anything to ask pointless at gmail.com remember pointless is spelled with three s's we're emphasizing pointless (laughs) um so just like every other week whether you got here on purpose or by fate thank you again for tuning in to the pointless talks podcast and remember your pum pum bring life zeke